my mother and my stepfather were in town last week, which is exciting. I love seeing them, and they take me out to fancy restaurants every single night. We were at this Wolfgang Puck restaurant, and I, I just have to tell you, I love my mother. I do, but I being in a restaurant with her is very difficult. First of all, my stepfather is 90 years old. My mother is 78 years old. So the server now looks at, you know, when you're a kid and the server doesn't take you very seriously, they rarely make eye contact with you when they're delivering the specials. They totally ignore you. Now it's just the opposite. They hand me the wine menu. They, they look at me the entire time for help, like I'm a life ring. Like, they are like a, 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 a tourist at Santa Monica who jumped in the ocean and got taken away by a riptide, and they are looking at me desperately for help, as if their life depended on it. Because my stepfather can't hear anything, my mom is a mess. My mom does this thing where she asks for the same item a hundred times. Like, it's not enough to ask one person for bread. She has to ask five different workers for bread. And I'm like, mom, that means we're going to get five baskets of bread. Stop. Just relax. It takes them a second to walk to the kitchen and get the bread and return. She has this ability, this superhuman power to find anybody in the restaurant who works there who does not speak English and then ask them to help her. Let me give you an example. Okay, so we sit down. She orders a Grey Goose Martini with four olives every time we go out. That is her amuse-bouche. It makes her mouth happy. So, the, it, of course, it takes some time to make a martini, and she has all these specifications. Can I have little shards of ice on the top? I don't want big chunks. I don't want another Just shards of ice on the top. I'm very easy. I just order an iced tea. So the server will come, drop the iced tea, and then he'll whisper to me because I'm like... The old person whisperer. I'm like Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost. The only, the only person, the medium who has to like translate what the server is saying to my parents and vice versa. So he'll drop my iced tea in front of me and he'll say that the martini is on its way. Now mother doesn't understand that it takes a lot longer to make a martini than it does to pour pre-made iced tea into a glass. Those mechanics are beyond the comprehension of rich people. All my mom knows is she ordered the martini at the same time that I ordered the iced tea. Why isn't the martini there? So she'll say, where's my martini? And I will say, the server whispered in my ear that your martini was on its way. And then she'll say, oh, okay. But don't, don't let that, that's a fool's placation. Because within two seconds, she will grab the one person who doesn't speak a lick of English and say, excuse me, I ordered a martini. And where is my martini? The guy's like, no habla. He's desperately pointing at servers at the restaurant as if to say, I'm not the person that you go to for this problem. You can't go to a podiatrist for brain surgery. So I have to remind her of what I just told her five minutes ago. Oh, what? Hold on. Did I say five minutes? I meant to say five seconds ago. Five seconds ago. Mom, the server told me that they are on their way with your martini. But it's like a compulsion with her. She cannot stop herself. She will grab every single employee that walks by, waving her hand, and that she excuse, excuse, uh, uh, she makes that little what kids make when they have to go to the bathroom. Uh, uh, excuse me. Oh, they're just, they're not paying attention. Reagan Fox. Reagan Fox. Fox in the city. Fox in the city. At me in the A. Oh. And give me a BJ. Sometimes I feel like I am my mother's mother, but other times I 
feel as if she still tries to infantilize me, which really bugs me because my mom, she wasn't really that present for me when I was a kid. And so now when she tries to baby me now, I'm like, no, it's too late. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> She's like pulling me towards her tit, trying to make me suckle at the age of 46. No, I don't want it. No. I don't want your gin soap. 78-year-old titty. I should have just said titty. Gin-soaked titty. I should, that's, that, po the power of economy. I don't like your gin-soaked titty. See, that works better. Now, you're probably asking yourself, regular babies, what, what, we haven't heard from you in such a long time. What are you doing today? Why are you doing a grum? And it's because I have the flu. So I'm sorry, Madge. If I sound poor, if my audio isn't up to snuff, because Madge is an audiophile and she has mesothelioma. I normally have a strong voice, but now I'm just poor. I'm poor. What's you wearing? You look poor. It's actually very expensive. I got this. I'm wearing my uh, theater of the mind. I'm not wearing anything, baby, except a peony and bras and multiple bras because I have several titties for you. Ooh, and they're all so soapy. <laughs> Get in the hot tub with me. My flu hot tub. Just a little gentle there. Don't tear the skin. Yeah, so I feel really bad. And at first I thought it was a cold, and then now I think it's the flu. And I, I, I've, I have so many alarmist friends on Facebook. Let me just read you. My mother told me when I told her I thought I had the flu that I needed to immediately go to urgent care. But I tried to, I tried to guilt her over this because she was just in town last week and I was trying to get, I wanted her to buy me a, a, um, what do you call it? A cashmere sweater from James Purse, but they're so expensive. They're like $500 and she wouldn't do it. So, but I tried to twist it around and manipulate even further. I was like, I can't go to urgent care. What am I supposed to wear? I don't have anything to wear. Urgent care in Los Angeles. There's a dress code. They'll take one look at me and then say, you look broke ass. And then my friend Nels said, hold on. I want to read this to you word for word because it's just so outrageous. Hold on where you go. He said, he said, go see a gastro specialist and consider a low FODMAP diet. Oh, really, Nels? Is that what I should do for my common cold? But everybody in LA is this way. They're all like, all you have to do to beat this cold or flu or whatever it may be is become vegan for the rest of your life and sell your soul to an oriental sex god. Oriental. Do you ever pause when somebody, like, uh, like actually pause in the conversation when somebody uses the word oriental? I do every single time. I'm like, yeah, we don't use that word anymore. They're like, we? Who's we? I'm like, the royal we. Me, Elton John, Julie Chen, Gem and the Holograms, Salt and Peppa and Spinderella. None of us use it anymore. Now, I don't have much in the way of clips that I can play today because my Spectrum internet is out for the second time in a week. You look poor. Oh, this is really exciting. I'm getting a colonoscopy on December 8th. My mom is coming into town. She insisted she be the person to take me and to bring me back home from my colonoscopy. I'm excited about it. I know other people feel trepidatious about a colonoscopy, but it combines two of my favorite things, drugs and butt stuff. I'm very excited to take propothal, which is the Michael Jackson drug. I'm gonna 
show them my arm and say, fill her up. I'm gonna whisper into the doctor's ear. I'm gonna say, really go to town down there. And don't worry about the rubber glove. I'll be just fine. I was reading Yahoo News the other day. What are the top five stories that I need to know this right now? This is a freaky dicky story from the headlines. Crazy. Crazy. Oy. Crazy. Crazy motherfuckers. It's now official that the Democrats are retaining control of the Senate, which is really great because now they can continue doing nothing on the issues that matter. And now they can blame the Republican-controlled House. Well, we were going to codify Roe. We really were. But now now it's, we can't go back now. So babies for everyone. <laughs> and don't worry if you're not prepared to be a mother. We're just going to throw you in the basement with your abusive father. And we're going to give you this great VHS video that's going to teach you all about mothering. You'll be the perfect mother. <laughs> you certainly got the hips for it. Ooh. Trump and the GOP are in hot water because Trump had Kanye West and Nick Fuentes, the white supremacist, come and eat at Mar-a-Lago. Nick Fuentes and Kanye West, I guess, are now the new faces of white supremacy. Who knew that white supremacist organizations were so diverse? And Trump loves Kanye West. I wish I were a fly on the wall so I could hear that dinner conversation. I just find it odd that such a racist would care for a person of color. I don't. I care for you. Bring, bring. Remember the bell? Jerry, I'm a person of color. <laughs> snap, what? snap. Oh, how? Both of my parents are people of color. Mm. See, my skin is just a recessive trait. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I, I guess I do like black people. It just took a white one to prove it to me. Oh, it's like a rainbow coalition of white supremacy. Nick is a Holocaust denier. Donald Trump is an election denier. And Kanye West is now a, a denier of racism. Racism does not exist. All you have to do is be rich. What's you wearing? You look poor. In lifestyle news, this is an actual story from the New York Times. The headline reads, The key to vacationing with a toddler? A wave-free beach. But that really depends on the goal of your vacation. I mean, you may be coming from Texas where abortion is outlawed. And so maybe you're looking for a super wavy beach. Maybe, maybe hang 10 is the new hanger, as in wire hanger. Don't worry, I, I can't get pregnant. My ovaries are diseased. Y'all realize this, right? We're definitely going to see an uptick in Casey Anthony type women who are killing their children, not just women, because this is certainly not the exclusive purview of women, parents, I should say. Casey Anthony was just the first person to come to mind. But we're gonna see an uptick in people killing their children. In celebrity news, the Oprah magazine is reporting that, <laughs> that Sharon Stone has gone topless in her latest Instagram, celebrating her body at 64. I still got it. Look at my yams. Yeah, me and Madonna, we still got it. Look at my areola. Next, it'll be Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner, I've got to go topless on Instagram because that's how I can get attention. My body is a wonderland. I wonder why Kanye didn't avoid me that dinner with Trump. I would have things to say. I would have, I would have spoken out against that horrible Respect for Marriage Act that the Senate just passed through. 
because everybody knows that God made marriage for a man and a woman like me. And more, in more entertainment news, Jonah Hill is going and he's is legally changing his name, his actual because I guess Hill is just his middle name, so he's changing it to his full name, Jonah Hill. Feldstein. How brave to do that now that you're already famous and a multiple Academy Award nominee. I have a lot of respect for that. I mean, Kanye West and Nick Fuentes will never watch another one of your movies, but I respect it. No, it's important. It reminds me of how uh, Winona Ryder is actually Winona Horowitz. So I just want to pose a question to Kanye West because I know he listens to the show as infrequent as I do it. So if you think that Jews control everything and Jewish people control Hollywood, why is it that all of these Jewish performers can't use their real last names? And, 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 and yay, yay, because that's what he's calling himself now. Yay. Why is it that when there is a rare Jewish role in Hollywood, it's a goyish actor who plays it? You're a self-proclaimed genius, so you should be able to figure out that puzzle. Why is it? I just hope that we're, we're getting to a point now where, you know, when you have celebrities like Jonah Hill saying, oh, okay, no, I need to embrace embrace my Jewish heritage. I don't need to erase it because you can't get rid of it. It's always there. You can't unfry things, Jerry. You can't be something you're not. Fox News is reporting, so take this with a grain of salt, that San Francisco has approved a plan to allow police robots to use deadly force in emergency situations. What could go wrong with that? I know what I want to be, Orlando. A robot. Oh, it is a real story because CNN is reporting it as well. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. That's revealing my bias. Okay, so it says that these robots would be a last resort, said the San Francisco police chief, Bill Scott. If we ever have to exercise that option, uh, well, we know how great the police are with using deadly force as a very last resort. Great track record. It's fucking Terminator. I'll be back. Get in the chopper. Get in the chopper. No, that's not Terminator. That's uh, Predator. Okay, I'm done talking about the news. I have a pimple at the very tip of my nose and it is big, and it is red, and I feel like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger, so I've been singing that song. I'm Rudolph the Red-Nosed Rain Queer, okay? I've been singing it. You would even say it glows. All of the other reindeers used to laugh and call him names. That's just like me. I am Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I was bullied in high school. They would laugh and call me names. None of them would let me play along with their reindeer games. I actually had, there were people in my neighborhood, like parents in my neighborhood. There was this guy that I was friends with when he moved to our, our neighborhood named Kirk Hamilton. I think that was his name. And we really got along, but his parents did not want him hanging out with me because Tommy Allen's parents told him that I was a homosexual. I guess his parents thought that homosexuality was a communicable disease. So yeah, I was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Now my red nose is back. And it was like 12 years ago after I did Big Brother when all these people who treated me like shit when I was growing up and, and didn't let me play their reindeer games suddenly wanted to be my friend, right? Because I was Rudolph. I was the most famous reindeer from Cypher High School. I wish that, I wish that Rudolph had an opportunity to go into to go back, like, like had a pretty woman moment, you know, where he could go back into the stores that wouldn't sell him clothing. And he could be like, you work on commission, right? 
Big mistake, huge. And then walk out, prance out. Uh oh, you know what I'm doing? I'm trying to be, I'm, I'm trying to make myself the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Uh, you know, giving you this sad, sappy backstory to explain why I'm currently so evil. I, I hated that movie, I didn't like it at all. And I guess that Joaquin Phoenix was all right. And it's just like when you hate a movie so much, it just doesn't even matter. You can't award him for that movie because the movie is so terrible. And even his acting is kind of like, remember in RuPaul's Drag Race when that Tammy Brown drag queen on All Stars was like, I'm acting, I'm acting. That's what, that's what Joaquin Phoenix was like in that movie. I was not into it. I kept looking at his teeth in the movie. I'm not a really like big teeth guy. There's some people it's very important for them to, for an attractive person to have nice teeth. To me, I normally don't notice, but with him, they kept doing these close-ups of his teeth, and I was like, Joaquin Phoenix, you've been famous forever. Like, get your teeth fixed. I was just at the dentist, and my hygienist, every time I goes in, go in, she always goes, you have such good teeth. Do you wear your retainer? And I said, just once a week. She goes, really? I'm like, yeah. And I hate going to the dentist, y'all. I go every six months, I hate it. So I can understand why somebody like Joaquin Phoenix is maybe like, you know what, I'm gonna skip it. I'm gonna skip it. I'm doing method acting right now and my character, the Joker, has really bad teeth. That's the way that I imagine it. In fact, all of my characters, that's how I, I think about what, what are their teeth gonna be like. And every character has really bad teeth, so I've just never gotten them fixed. I wish I had that conceit. You don't have that conceit when you're a university professor. So I go in and they have the thing, I hate all the noise. That, I white knuckle it the entire time. I'm in the chair. You would think that I was in one of the planes that went down in 9-11. And this trip to the dentist, it felt like especially anxiety-ridden because I stupidly decided to schedule my colonoscopy for next week. So it's like I'm getting double penetrated, basically. I'm getting my one orifice done and then worked on another orifice. I'm just glad I didn't get them confused. I'm glad that I didn't go to the dentist and then I'll take off my pants and panty now and then bend over on the chair with my butt up. And they're just blinking at me, blink, blink, blink. Oh, sorry. Got my appointments mixed up. I hate it when that happens. You, now that sounds absurd, but I will, t <laughs> I will tell you this. I can't believe I'm admitting this. So I have, I got this like little tester tube of toothpaste from the dentist last time I went, or time before last. And it's the exact same size as my preparation H and I put them both. <laughs> Excuse me. I put them both in the same place. And I've never accidentally put Preparation H on my toothbrush, but I have on two separate occasions taken a dollop of Colgate and put it on my butthole lips, my lips. Could you bleach your butt clips with crest white strips. I'm just curious. I'm not gonna do it, but I am curious. I would like to know. Actual poop was produced in the filming of this video. Thank you. Sorry, I just, I, I got a little sidetracked because I haven't done a show in so long. I just wanted to, you know, there are all these clips where, clips, where I used to know what they were a couple years ago. Now I have no idea what they are. E.G. Richard's fork up ass. What does that even mean? Let's see. 50 years ago, you had your own pie down with a fucking fork up your ass. Oh, 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 that's Kramer being racist at the comedy store. Oh, no. Miss Banji. Miss Banji. Miss Banji. 
see, that was a better way to go out. That was a better way to go out with Miss Vanjie. Okay, kids, thanks for listening to me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out with some other clips. I can't, I can't go out with music the way that I used to because this Anchor FM thing, they are just really awful about these intellectual property. You're playing somebody else's music. I mean, good for that person, but they will just cut me like a pimp with his razor if I try to play Beyonce. You need to watch yourself before you get checked. Hold on, check me, bro. Hold on, check me. Hold on, check me. Hold on, check me, bro. I hate us. <laughs> or at least I don't do crystal meth in the bathroom all night long, bitch. I sat at home alone throwing up with diarrhea for three weeks because of you. So instead of playing music, to which I do not own the copyright, I will just, you know, I just did those Housewives clips because... God knows they are devoid of intellect, so there is no intellectual property violation. See, Lauren, yeah. enjoy checking out my ass as I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.